back to another episode of Pizza My Mind. I'm Gus. I'm Andy. And this is the pod where we talk about the latest movies and TV shows we think are worth watching right this second. And just to get it out of the way now, spoilers, duh. So we just saw the new Solo movie, and oh my god. I liked it. I liked it too. Aside from liking it, what were your other reactions to the movie? Uh, I mean, I, I liked the main character, Aiden Alden. something, Alden something. Aside from not remembering his name, I liked him as Han Solo. I thought he did an amazing job at capturing his mannerisms, his... I mean, he looks a lot like him, uh, and well. seems seems exactly like what you would expect a young Han Solo to be before he goes through whatever happens in the decade between this and A New Hope. Uh, I, I thought yeah. they did a similarly good job with Lando. Um, I, I liked the Chewie uh, introduction. Yeah. So I, I just thought they did a really good job focusing in on developing him and and telling his story rather than making it yet another battle against the Empire. It was a lot more focused. I liked it. I I have to eat my words. I saw the trailer and was just so over it. I felt jaded from the other recent Star Wars movies because I don't know how else to say it. They just make him really corny. Uh, and so I was going to go into this and I'm like, I really liked Han Solo as a character in the Star Wars universe. And I was prepared to hate this. And I didn't. Maybe that's the the right level of uh, skepticism you're supposed to go into a movie like this with. So you don't have your hopes dashed. But no, I thought that the people that they cast were all very charismatic. That's another thing that I think needs to be brought up again. Was that the people that you saw on screen, you actually liked them. And they were actually really good actors. Paul Bettany is a creepy dude. Amelia Clark was a good love interest and actually a badass in a way that sometimes women just aren't in the Star Wars universe. I like that none of the, the Easter eggs or none of the uh, callbacks to, to other movies seemed too over the top. It wasn't We're just doing this for the fans. Yeah, it doesn't throw it in your face quite as much as, as some movies do in the same situation. It was fun. I think Donald Glover as Lando is amazing. Oh, he was great. It uh, makes me really happy, and I thought, you know, as soon as I decided to finally let go of Alden being the new Han Solo, as soon as I stopped trying to compare him to Harrison Ford, I could enjoy it. He is a good little pocket-sized Han Solo. From what I've heard, he uh, Alden is is confirmed, or well, has all but confirmed that he's in for a couple more movies. Okay. So I, I think, I mean, it's... And I can it, get on board with that. And this kind of gets into something that I wanted to talk about, which was which was the the Marvelization of <laughs> Star Wars. I like this movie as kind of the Deadpool or the Black Panther uh, to the to the Avengers um, in, in Marvel. You know, where Han Solo is not fighting the Empire. He's, he's going yeah. after, you know, a love interest, and he's just trying to do his own thing, get his own ship, because he wants to be a pilot. Um, kind of like Black Panther, where T'Challa is not fighting off a big alien enemy who's coming in to murder everyone. He's just trying to, you know, fight to survive and to regain his throne and fighting off this this person who comes in and there's this history with the family. Um, so I like that about it. I mean, for now, I what I imagine is that Deadpool is probably signed on for a few more movies now, where he's probably going to be more intertwined with the rest of the Marvel universe. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's going to... Oh, sure, I, they will. Yeah. yeah, they absolutely will, but I like the fact that it's not that. I like the fact that we didn't see a giant Imperial cruiser 
we didn't see a bunch of rebels. We didn't see a lightsaber. I, I like that. I thought it was cool. I uh, that was the one thing that I was wanting to see more. You see it for like one second. You see Darth Maul's. Actually, I think it's just Maul now. Apparently, it was the Darth half that got cut off. <laughs> and so, like you see it for a, a split second at the end of it, like and, he, and as he's hologram chatting with Amelia Clark's character, and I just uh, I wanted to see more of it. Aside from lightsabers, it warmed my heart in a way where other Star Wars movies just haven't in a while. Episodes 7 and 8, so far, I feel like they've made a really big decision uh, to just keep it kid-friendly. And it's so kid-friendly these days that I want to tear out my hair when I see these movies because some of the lines are so childish and... Ha! But this uh, movie... I still loved Last Jedi, except for the part where... where... Mark Hamill gets hit by all of the, the laser fire when he's a hologram at the end of the movie and then brushes off his shoulder. I... I'm still pissed about that. I love the shit out of the rest of it. I don't agree with you on most of it, but I hated that part. He could have just really? smirked. It's Mark Hamill. He's a great smirker. Episode 7 and 8, they feel weird sometimes. Like, it takes you out of it because they do things that are just weird. Like when uh, Poe Dameron is calling into the beginning of episode 8, and he's like taunting him and saying like making your mom jokes and i'm just like what wait what who is writing these scripts can we please just stick to star wars kinds of joke why are you and, dating and I, this and again i thought there was a lot of kind of flippant humor or or uh i thought there was a lot of of han being kind of dry and but he was uh, being Han. But it was, it was like exactly. It was it was well done. This was back yeah. to what we would expect from those characters, and and I agree that that yo mama type joking uh, from Poe at the beginning of the last mm. one just didn't work for it's me. It's like it, there's things about episode seven and eight that are turning me off. Uh, as cute as BB-8 is, but I will say, uh, like a lot of people had a lot of fears about this movie. It had a lot of thrash. People didn't know what to expect from Ron Howard directing it. I was actually really happy. So I want to get back to talking about about how the kind of the Marvel influence. And <laughs> Reel how, it and back. How you're, yes, I'm okay. gonna delete all of that later on in post. Hey, uh, but uh, drink my scotch. The the Marvelization. It's clearly setting up more movies. There's going to be a very mm -hmm. uh, involved storyline that has a whole bunch of characters, and it's it's going to be the same thing where it it leads on to another movie, and you're going to see characters intermingle, and that's and I think that's cool. I I want to see. Uh, in, in reading it looks like there's some some epic showdown between Obi-Wan Kenobi as a hermit on Tatooine and and Darth Maul and that's how Darth Maul eventually dies at least according to the the literature out there in Star Wars Really? World. Like die dies? Yes. Not just cut in half and then survives just fine dies. So Obi-Wan tries to kill him twice or kills him twice technically. Kills him twice. Well slices him in half once kills him a second time. Apparently I don't know maybe they'll they'll take some liberties from the, the, the literature out there but Slice me once shame on you. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, so I like that part of it but in Marvel they've done I mean in, in Avengers Infinity War, for example, they had a number of scenes that people pointed out were not actually in the movie in the trailer. They try and keep all of that, they're very clandestine about it. If you don't pay attention to Hollywood gossip, if you don't pay attention to the news, if you don't pay, if you don't know that that uh, Black Panther and Spider-Man have other movies, you know, actively in development or damn close, then you can kind of get lost in the story and know if all you've done is watch Marvel movies and not paid attention to other stuff, then you you can yeah maybe they did die, and there's sort of a true. a you know you you aren't kind of um, you don't have these predetermined 
expectations, but you do in Star Wars when they're doing all of this stuff that leads up to the original trilogy. You know, I mean, sure, you know Lando's going to be okay. Exactly. You know Han is going to be okay. Well, right. I mean, there was no suspense of, well, they're going to go into this cloud when they're getting out of Kessel that that no one ever survives. Nah, well, I'm guessing they'll be fine. I'll put some money on it. <laughs> uh, when they make the jump to light speed and they have this one in a million chance or, or, or you know, my God, is Paul Bettany going to kill? No, he's not going to kill him. He'll probably be fine. Um, yeah. You know, you kind of, you, you know that they're going to be okay and and whereas in in the Marvel universe you don't have that same kind of predetermination for the characters and and yet they're trying to do the same well, kind of thing I mean in the comic books well even I I see what you mean I mean I'm saying like like the comic books do kind of hint at what's going to happen usually Sure, sure, but I mean, but but again like I kind of I guess my my barometer here my my yardstick is uh, you know what is the what does the casual fan know? What is the fan who has just you know like I yes if you've read all of it's like Game of Thrones as well same as the Marvel where if you've read all the books if you then yes you're gonna know kind of that this happens this happens unless they deviate wildly. Yeah. Um, but what for what the the casual fan knows who's just watched all the Star Wars movies who's just watched all the Marvel movies who's just watched the episode of Ga- the episodes of Game of Thrones like me but like me like a lot of people then uh-huh. then all we know is is what, we what see. we've seen yeah. and and if and for a lot of people and I as one of them I really enjoy that kind of uh you know naivety of 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 being able to be surprised and really enjoy the movies and kind of uh you know have have the director's intentions work because I can be suspend or I can have suspense uh about a certain character's well-being I can have some uncertainty about a certain plot point but like i know that the millennium falcon's making it i know all the characters are making it and it's until they get away with that i i the whole kind of weaving all of these worlds together and characters signed on for multiple movies and kind of making movies about all of the things that came before yeah. marvel has the advantage of that they're they're not doing the prequels they're pushing everything in this linear like phase one phase two phase three and these movies True. and these movies and and it works really well for that and so if you try to kind of take that same blueprint which i feel like star wars and and I mean, they're both under Disney, so no surprise. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're trying to do that, and it's got some some pitfalls. You know what I just thought of? Eventually, they're going to roll closer and closer to the timeline of episode four. Um, and they've already recast a younger version of Han. Uh, you think you're going to get a long, younger version of Luke? If they dare to recast Harrison Ford... Then are they going to recast a younger Mark Hamill, a younger uh, Carrie Fisher? Because they already like, well, they chickened out in Rogue One. They showed like a, a computer generated version of, of yeah for like that one second. And I'm just like, uh, if you just if you just cast someone, if you had the forethought, the way that some of these Marvels do, because they've been working at this franchise for like over a decade. You could have had like that Easter egg of someone that looks like Leia enough and give her the buns and then just have it be her. And then two movies later into the solo franchise, you could have Leia. I was somewhere. thinking about that same thing with Ugh. with uh, Obi Wan Kenobi and this whole Darth Maul oh, thing. Yeah. Is did anyone think about locking Ewan McGregor down? Is that is has anyone reached out to him? Are we gonna see a total of three Obi Wan Kenobi's in the, this series? Because that will be kind of <laughs> silly. And I thought Ewan McGregor well, was good as a young. Obi-Wan Kenobi. I thought he that was, was a good part of the 
he the was, episodes one through three. So if they do find someone new, that's going to be kind of a bummer. You know, I, well, I thought it was a bummer when I first heard that they were recasting uh, Solo for someone younger. And I'm just like, I don't, there's only one Harrison Ford. There's only one Han Solo out there. Uh, but. Well, but this would be, this would be much dumber because Ewan McGregor can play, you know, kind of like that. Have you seen him lately? But isn't that, I haven't. Is he mm. fat and dead? He's not fat. He's not dead. He's just clearly, like, pushing into his 50s. But isn't that okay? Isn't that exactly, like, the bridge you want to... Or the gap that you want to bridge between oh, his, you his younger days in Episodes 1 through 3 and the wizened old Alec Guinness You're in right. A New Hope? Like, that's perfect, I think. See, I'm even... I've, I've already had too much scotch. But I had forgotten that he does, in fact, need to look older than he did in Episodes 1 through 3, but younger than he did in Episode 4... So, yes, get you and McGregor back. So here's what I'm thinking is is <laughs> that cuz I I agree I, I don't think there's any aside from from Mark Hamill just being sacrosanct as as Luke Skywalker. Besides that, I I think you he's made in A New Hope to be such a a vanilla, such a a complete neophyte to the whole empire, to the whole thing like he's read stories, but he is a farm boy, right? Like he his whole thing is that he has not had any adventures. He's not had any wild times. Like, if they try and make a movie about his teen years, I'm not going. And right, and I so, just want there to be some kind of. I don't. know, I just want to see. Well, here's what I here's what I think they're going to do. Yeah, is that they will make a movie, and especially with this introduction of Darth Maul and reading a little bit about like what else happens in the Star Wars canon to Darth Maul. I think they're going to make. Darth Maul and Obi Wan a a feature that that about. Whether which one of them it's featuring most, like if it's just a cameo appearance by Obi Wan where he kills Darth Maul at the end of a Darth Maul movie, or you know an Obi Wan movie where it's his fight against Darth Maul. I think they're gonna make an Obi Wan movie, and I think that during that Obi Wan movie, you're going yeah. to see him just cross paths with Luke. You know, he's gonna be keeping an eye on him because that was the whole thing, right? Is that when the babies were born, he took Luke off and gave him to this farmhand, and then he just kind of stayed to watch over him a little bit, mm. stayed nearby. Yeah. And so I think I think you're going to see some glimpses of young Luke and he's not going to have a big part. But he's going to be in a young young Luke, you know, in his boyhood years is going to be in the Obi-Wan movie, you know, as a featured extra or something. Uh it, it, but if yeah, if they try and make a a young Luke movie, I'm out. I don't I don't think they will. I just want to I mean, a solo movies inch closer to episode 4. I could I don't see know. selfishly I, I just want I could see a, a, a Princess Leia movie. I could too. For fuck's sake, I want to. I want to see an episode or episode a movie that goes up to the beginning of episode four. You know how Leia gets caught and and. Well, and she's. Ah. I mean, she's a she's a, a princess and and a badass in the Rebel Alliance. Like she's a yeah. fairly large figure before we even get to episode four so she's lived she's lived and she's awesome i would love and also it would create a franchise in the star wars universe that doesn't revolve a goddamn man for once time to move on uh yes okay i think i mean the moral of the story is go see the new solo movie if you haven't all right moving on to westworld then yeah let's talk about westworld Yes. There's other TV shows out there, and I, I'm not interested in them. I've been watching 
Hands Made Tale season two, not that interesting. Been watching the second season of 13 Reasons Why, just as full of problems as the first season. We're not going to get into it. We're not going to get into them. If for no other reason, then I do not watch them. So all I would do is make very inappropriate jokes about women or suicide. No. So let's just move on to our next segment, Streaming Addictions. Very good, Where we talk about the latest TV shows streaming that uh, are actually worth watching. Westworld. That said, ironically, I was not a big fan of the Shogun World episode. Shocker. I I said that I wouldn't what be going in. What a shocker. In, and I watched it. I watched all of them with rapt attention, but I just could More not. More than me. Could not get into it. Could not, could no, not, could not. I don't not. care. I felt like it was detracting from all the great stuff that we discovered the episode before. It really feels like they made a, uh, they, they wrote a check a long time ago when they mentioned or they showed it or I, I forget what context it was where we learned that there was... There were other worlds, and that one of them was a, a samurai world. Yes. I feel like they just they they finally like had to write the check and say, yeah, here you go, take it, cash it. Now let's get back to regularly scheduled programming, or at least that's how I took it. Yeah. Um, I liked the I liked the the interplay in the episode between Teddy and Dolores developing Dolores's character into just pure evil because now you finally see not just that she's rebelling against humans, but that she pins Teddy down after seducing him and and you know kind of making him think that everything was going to be okay and then ratchets up all of his worst characteristics to you know to 11 while dumbing down his his empathy and whatever other traits she messed with with the little ipad from hell uh poor teddy but that was all good stuff that was all stuff that advances the plot that was all stuff that's interesting you know the the most important moment of that entire episode was the preview for what's going to happen this weekend which is where the fan theory that you've mentioned that I'm pretty sure is going to be confirmed is that Bernard's brain is not... It got switched. It's, it's not Bernard anymore. It's probably Teddy. And Dolores, in those conversations that you see flashbacks of them having, she's coaching him through how to be a passable Bernard. She's probably using him to infiltrate things, which so, blows my mind. And not only that, but I think the other thing, the only other redeeming thing that I, I felt we learned from Shogun World, or that I felt Shogun World uh, advanced at all, was <sighs> that was just the, the hosts seeing the Shogun World versions of themselves. Mm-hmm. I felt like that was a, a new type of realization where the hosts understand that they really are just created. You know, if you needed any more evidence than everything that's happened up till now, here are these people who are the mirror images of you. And, and the reason that I'm interested in that is that I feel like that's a... It's a, a realization, or it's a reinforcement of that realization that we hadn't seen yet, and I think that is all leading up toward this crescendo of realizations that ends in the man in black realizing that he is a host. And and that was the one thing that I thought this episode advanced a little bit, uh, and, and that may just be because I am so in on this theory that I have <laughs> been just, I will be wildly disappointed if it doesn't come true, yeah. and I have actively been thinking about, okay, so he is a host... So let's look at the other implications and let's think about what that means and let's let's frame what just happened in the universe where Ed, uh, Ed Harris's character, uh, the man in black, is a host. So if this doesn't end up being true, I will be just distraught. Yeah. There's a lot of different stuff that's happening and I feel like ah, the last episode was just mainly... I, it was a filler. 
It was then they're like, we gotta, we gotta fill this up. We can't reveal everything too soon. Which just seems baffling to me because there's so much to unwind. Even if they get at some of the big things, there's so many other threads to pull at. But it does, I mean, it gives me hope. I will say this. It gives me hope that they actually have a plan in mind for how the show should play out. They're not just kind of winging it. Because originally I thought, like, they are, they are trying to, to cash a check that that's going to bounce. Because they are like the creators of Lost and they're just throwing theories at the wall and seeing what sticks and kind of just running with things and they're not really thinking about the future but i feel like with the creators of this uh hbo show that they are they are thinking it through there's a lot of detail in it and i i do think it's gonna it's gonna tie up nicely i don't know when probably not for another three seasons uh there's too much money to be had they're not gonna this is not the last season but well that's the part that that (laughs) <laughs> that I'm, that I'm nervous about is. They're gonna draw it out. Well, is, is, is what do they draw out? Because I'm sure it's coming back for multiple seasons. Because it's a big hit and and it's a thing that that oh, there yeah. is a gigantic Reddit community devoted to, and that the, they clearly have eyeballs and have attention and get subscriptions just because of that show. If this, so they need to, especially because Game of Thrones is wrapping up. But also, like if this was the last season, if this was only. Uh, one of two seasons and it was going to wrap up after this there would have been a lot more but here's said about it but here's the thing that that i'm i'm and i've been surprised pretty much every week so i shouldn't be surprised that that i i can't see a way out now i'm sure there will be one and and they'll figure it out and i'll be entertained but the thing that i don't see is how do they a either drag out the is the man in black a host or not and what happens during these two weeks and what happens now that the the recovery team uh is on uh is on the island the moon the wherever the hell this is uh how do they not wrap that up this season uh you know how is that really going to get dragged out for multiple seasons this this kind of like filler of what happened in the two weeks since the end of season one and when they when when bernard first wakes up on the beach uh mm. like are, are they gonna drag that out more seasons and if they don't now that the rescue team is here and they're summarily executing uh, uh all the hosts where do they go you know where do they go to from the here? real world well sure but who they're shooting all the hosts i don't know i would love <laughs> to see dolores somehow escape and make it into the real world and she's trying to to keep a, a cool disposition as she's trying to assimilate into this world and and do what I think she really wants, which is just to to live the life that everyone else around her gets to live, but she doesn't, to have, be autonomous and, and not owned by anybody. I don't know if that's going to happen, but how cool would that be? I think it would be cool. I And, and for that matter, I would love to see the, the smarmy, all-knowing, uh, you know, people who assume they're just completely omnipotent uh the the stormtroopers from delos on the beach get their asses kicked by a bunch of angry hosts i think that would be pretty pretty satisfying but it doesn't feel like that's where it's going so that's where i'm just wondering what how do they i I don't know i i i have absolutely no prediction for what (laughs) happens 
after this season unless they drag this part out long. I mean, it's 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 like Game of Thrones, right? I mean, now that yeah. now that the Ice King is marching south and everyone else is realizing it and And they and, have a dragon now. Right. So now that that there's this this gigantic battle inevitably coming up, it it can only go on so long. I mean, it's a matter of how long they draw that out and it feels like that's where we are with Westworld, but it clearly can't be. I mean, again, this gets back to some of the like well, Black Panther can't be dead because he's got more contracts, but he just evaporated. So yeah. what do we do now? Uh, it, it's it's that same kind of like, we know that from a business perspective, this can't be the end. But from a plot perspective, what? I think there's more. I don't know yet. I can't. I don't want to predict that yet. I want to I want to see a few more episodes of Westworld. I don't think it's good. It... I don't want to predict it either. But that's like me saying, I don't want to fly today. I won't. I'm not going <laughs> to. So I couldn't if I wanted to. There's no, there's no hope of me predicting anything on that show. I can't. Yeah, I just I want the man in black to be a host. One episode at a time. I want the man in black to be a goddamn host. He's totally a host. He's a host. There, like, if that is not the game that he's trying to win, like him trying to realize what everything means. There's so I, many. I mean, there's there's all of the times that he went back and and repeated the same conversation when he was ostensibly trying to to you know determine the fidelity of jim delos's host yeah but that where they were totally watching him and seeing if he was maintaining his fidelity now that he was a host yeah and there's the fact that he turns down after he gets injured in in i think it was the first episode of this season uh but he he goes to that bar and just he doesn't bother with the med kit and that the fact that they've introduced a daughter now who... She'll be able to tell that he's not the real guy. Exactly. That was not just like a fun family reunion thing they did. There is a definite purpose that they did that. There's so many things that point to it. And if this is all misdirection, I first bought it hook, line, and sinker. But second, will be wildly disappointed. Uh, even though I don't know where I want them to go with him being a host. I just want it yeah. to be true. So far, something about Westworld that doesn't always happen is that some of the fan theories are just so well thought out that they do end up being the real thing I pretty do, often. I do wonder. I mean, they've filmed these things so far in advance that, that they right. can't just be... It, it does seem sometimes where... It does seem sometimes like they just get a, a read on a Reddit board and think, oh, yeah, no, that'd be cool. All right, let's do that. Which is still better, but I don't know. But they set it up so carefully. There's just so much thought put into it that it... Yeah, and they start so early. Anyway, I I don't have any good predictions for what's going to happen tomorrow night. We're f recording this on a Saturday. So, uh, fuck it. I don't know. I think we're just going to confirm tomorrow night that Dolores is indeed coaching uh, whoever is inside Bernard's body now. <laughs> Whoever is in his head. That's I don't I don't need to predict what's gonna happen. I just want to predict what we're gonna what we're gonna see. I want I want I want it to be heavily focused on the man in black. I want it to be heavily focused on Dolores and who, whatever is going on with her and Bernard in that preview. As long as it's those things, I predict that I will be I will be excited and and enjoy the shit out of it. Yeah, agreed. Okay, I want more scotch. So. I think that concludes this episode of Pizza My Mind. Uh, I don't think there's any good movies out coming out. Nope, so we're going to have to watch a bad one. Something. Like The Meg. There's a few good ones on HBO. We'll figure something out. The Meg. Uh. The Meg. <laughs> Jason Statham is probably going to punch a megalodon. <laughs> if you don't want to see that, then you need awesome lessons. I... <laughs> 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 <laughs>